Children, you are dismissed for Children's Church. What a great song. I absolutely love that song. And um, what, a, what a truth. Uh, God, is, uh, God is good. And, um, you know, when you, when, you, when you think about days like Mother's Day and you think about the influence people have had on your life and, um, you know, then you sing a song like that, it's just, a, it's just such a blessing. We're going to be in Psalms. Um, we're going to be uh, this morning. We're going to uh, we're going to be in the fifty fifth Psalm uh, this morning, and uh, I think back, and of course, you know, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for my wife and and the, and the mother she's been to my kids, and uh, I'm thankful for my mom who um, worked uh, really really hard. Um, I didn't grow up in a Christian home, but uh, I remember as a kid, I, we got my parents got divorced when I was nine, and I remember at times my mom working three jobs just to uh, keep food on the table and, and, and a roof over our head. And um, you know, sometimes you don't get it until you get older. And um, sometimes you don't even get it till you get older. Sometimes you don't get it till you have kids. And, um, and then you look back and think, oh, wow. Um, yeah, I probably got a lot of things to apologize for. And... Um, a lot of things to be thankful for. Uh, one of the very first calls when I got saved, um, I called my, my, my now wife, and um, her, her best friend was my cousin, and uh, I called them to tell them uh, what had happened. My second phone call was to my mother, and um, was for twofold. One, um, you know, to, to share with her what happened, and two, to... Um, carry on for about 45 minutes about how sorry I was about what a sorry son I was. And, um, and I, I couldn't even remember all the bad things that I had done. And my mom's going, what in the world? This, he's lost his mind. I think some of my family still thinks I've lost my mind. But, um, but I think back, you know, and I, and I, and I, and I got a, a part of uh, Wendy's family, and uh, I joke my in-laws all the time. We have such a great relationship, but I joke, my, joke with my mother-in-law all the time. I said, listen, you, you, you did not like me. Now, I think now they'd pick me over Wendy, but, you know, then, <laughs> um, then they did not like me, and uh, they say, no, 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 that, that's not true, but they forget um, it was rough in the beginning, and I remember um, they lived on this property, and, and mom and dad lived here, and, and granny lived right here on the same property in a different house, and uh, I'd go over there, and, and uh, sometimes it was, you know, it was rough and trying to communicate, and, and uh, I was a baby Christian, and I'd go over to granny's, and granny would pat me on the back, and she'd say, they'll come around, sweetheart, it's okay. And uh, I just absolutely loved Granny, and uh, of course they did, they did come around, and now they completely and utterly deny everything I'm saying right now. Um, but we are recording this, and it is truth. And so, um, but what, I'm so thankful for my, uh, for my in-laws, and I'm glad in-laws don't always have to be outlaws. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad for that, and um, uh, and, and certainly uh, also thankful for people that God has sent in my life, and um, 
you know, moms that have come along the way in my, in my first church in Florida, uh, you know, I was just young. I was in my 20s and, and uh, took that church and they, they, uh, some of them would call me uh, the boy preacher. And um, there was just one lady that was in our church and um, her name was Mabel, but we called her Ma Bell. And uh, Mabel was just a, she was, she was just a sweet lady and um, she was always there to, you know, uh, to say, you know, if there was somebody that was ugly in the church or somebody that was, you know, somebody that did something that was, you know, unkind, she was always there to be an encouragement to me and um, uh, people like that along the way. Um, during our 10th anniversary, if you'll remember, several people came and um, one of them was Miss Ollie, Miss Ollie Alexander, and uh, I think she played the piano. Um, I've never seen anybody play the piano. Like she plays the piano, she just kind of throws her fingers around and it comes out music and um, she barely hardly sits down. I mean, she's just, but she was, she was always such a blessing to me and, um, and uh, such a, such a help in my life. And uh, aren't you glad for people like that, that God just sends your way. And sometimes I think we forget because life gets busy and sometimes um, uh, it gets too busy uh, I promise you, it's too busy if you're too busy to be thankful. Uh, so sometimes you just got to stop and slow down. Uh, I'm glad uh, for Mother's Day. I think what Forrest said was probably spot on. Uh, we were in the Kroger yesterday, and uh, Kyle and I went up there to grab a few things. And by the way, grabbing a few things anymore costs a lot more money than it used to. And uh, but we were grabbing a few things and uh, uh, snacks and stuff for the house and and um, and and Emma said, Dad, if you could just grab a basket, some basket for when Mom gets home. Wendy had to go pick up Anna uh, from um, from college. She had to go to Charlotte to get her, and um, so she's not here today. And so uh, Emma said, just 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 grab a basket. I said I'll, I'll grab a basket for you, and uh, she has her own money, and so she she said I'll pay you back. Man, I'm t- anybody go into Kroger and look at the baskets? Like $86, $69. And I'm thinking to myself, oh my, for a basket of like, you know, thing to do your nails or thing to wash your hair and, you know, guys, dads, you know, $3.99, you know, four. Four dollars and ninety nine cents. You know, here, here, dad. Here's a tie. You know, uh, mom is like one hundred and forty nine ninety nine, and but they're worth it. They're worth it. So praise the Lord. Psalm fifty five this morning. As I was thinking about mothers, and I was thinking about uh, traditionally on mothers. Man, I'm telling you, I've preached on the life of Mary. I've preached on the life of Hannah. I've even preached on the life of Jacobed. I mean, there are uh, so many mothers in the Word of God that have had influence uh, on not only their children's lives, but on the lives of uh, uh, people around them. And as I think about uh, these mothers, and I think about what they've done and what they've accomplished, and I think about this. So I'm kind of doing a, kind of doing a series uh, of messages on Sunday, and I'm thinking about, you know, moms are... Moms are like the real superheroes. I mean, when I, when I look at a mom, I think to myself, man, that, that's, a, that's a real superhero. Because usually moms are, 
they're not only moms, but sometimes they homeschool, so they're, they're also teachers, and, and then uh, they, they often have a, uh, an additional job, and then they have to uh, uh, take care of their bigger child called their husband, and they got all these responsibilities on them. And uh, sometimes, being a mom, now I'm, I'm not one, obviously, um, well, should be obvious. I guess it's not as obvious anymore. But um, uh, I'm not a mom, but I know this. Moms can be overwhelmed. I mean, with everything that's coming at them and all the things that they're facing. And, and man, they've, sometimes they don't get any sleep. And sometimes they're overworked. And sometimes they're underappreciated. And, and I think about, uh, uh, think about some of the things that, that, that we take on our lives. And sometimes they're outward but sometimes we take them on inwardly. Like nobody knows about them. You know, we face them and we face discouragement and we face difficulties and we face all these things and we don't want to put that burden on anybody else. And so often uh, uh, moms will take these burdens and they'll carry themselves and then they'll take their children's burdens and, and they'll throw them there in their backpack as well and then they'll take their husband's burdens and they'll throw them in their backpack as well. And, and we don't think... Ladies, you knew that, right? Sometimes guys don't think. And uh, sometimes we'll come home and, 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 and mama's dealt with all the uh, little kids and all the dirty diapers and all the dirty dishes and uh, all the dirty house. And a lot of times they've had to work too. And you come home and, and we come home and, and, and get in our recliner and, and complain about it. What a hard day we had. One, just one time I'd like for a mama to say, oh, you poor, poor thing. Do you know what I did today? You know, and often mamas don't do that and and ladies don't do that. And sometimes I think we forget how overwhelming it can be. And dads, it can be with us as well. Uh, But guess what? It's mom's day, not dad's day. And this is a reminder, a reminder. Mother's Day comes along. It's a reminder that we need to appreciate our mothers. We need to appreciate uh, our wives uh, who uh, take care uh, of our children. You know, the Bible says, when it comes to raising kids, the Bible says that we are to raise them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord. And in our society, now, has it changed a little bit? Probably. I don't know that it's changed to, a whole lot, but it has changed a little bit in our society. But our society teaches, I will work if you'll raise the kids. I mean, that, that's kind of been the mentality. I'll work if you raise the kids. But I want you to understand something. When the Bible says to raise them up in the nurture and admonition of the Lord, the Bible's talking to dad. Well, if you know that or not. Now, I'm not saying mom's not supposed to be responsible, but I'm here to tell you one day, dad, one day, husband, you're going to stand before the Lord and you're going to give an answer. Not only are you going to give an answer for yourself, you're going to give an answer for your household. Sometimes we're so detached because, well, you know, bless God, we're the breadwinner and bless God, we do the heavy lifting and we do, no, 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 listen to me. We need to be a part of raising our children. 
We need to be a part of disciplining our children. We need to be a part of our children's lives. So much so that our, that our wives understand, listen, you don't have to do this alone. Those are definitely going to get knocked over. You don't have to go through this alone. I am here, listen, I am here with you to help you not only raise our children, but here to help you when you're overwhelmed. You want to be a hero? Be a hero to your kids and to your wife. You want to be a hero? Be a biblical hero. Find out what the Word of God says and step up and step in. Sometimes moms get overwhelmed. Look with me at Psalm 55. Psalm 55, verse number 22. The Bible says when you begin to get overwhelmed... You don't have to face this difficulty or this problem or this heaviness alone. Listen to what the Bible says. Cast thy burden upon the Lord, and He shall sustain thee. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. Cast your burden. You know, the Bible says in 1 Peter uh, uh, 5, he says, casting all your care upon Him because He cares for you. Do you realize this morning, I hope you do, I hope you realize that even if you look to your right hand and even if you look to your left hand and nobody cares, God cares. God cares what you're going through. God cares what you're facing. Sometimes it's, it's public. Sometimes people know what we're facing, the difficulties that we're going through. But sometimes they're private, and nobody knows. Sometimes we're facing these difficulties in this turmoil, and it's this uh, rolling over heaviness and turmoil in our lives. Now, I can pray for you, and I can pray for you in a couple ways. Number one, I can pray for you in generalities. Right? I can pray for you and I can say, um, Lord, bless Miss Amelia. Bless her today and give her strength. And, and I can pray generally. Right? Number two, I can pray specifically. So not just in generalities, but in specifics. I can pray, Lord, please bless Amelia as she's going through treatments. Bless her. And, and I, can, I can go I can go specific, but listen to me. I can't go specific if I don't know. Now, some things we want to share, and some things we don't. But here's the good news. Whether we share or we don't, God says, take that burden that you're carrying and cast it upon me. Take that burden and give it to me, and I will lighten your load. You know what a burden is? A burden is a heaviness. Sometimes uh, I think we think uh, in terms of heaviness, I think we think in terms of lifting something. When you lift something that's heavy. Now listen to me, okay? Over here in the corner, there is a picture place that moms, you can go take pictures. If you want to offend me, don't use it. Because we had to carry those pallets from the fellowship hall over to here. I'm here to tell you, they're all attached. 
So we had to carry all four of them. And they're heavy. I mean, I mean heavy. And there's nowhere to grab and they're slipping off your finger. And I'm okay with it though. I'm all right. I will be bitter if you don't take any pictures. So I'm just warning you ahead of time. But it was heavy, and we think about heaviness. We think about the things in life that are, that are heavy that we pick up. But you know, emotionally, spiritually, we can have a heaviness in our life. And that heaviness weighs us down. That heaviness holds us back. And what do we need to do? Listen, God doesn't want you to carry around all this heaviness. He doesn't want you to uh, have to be weighed down by these burdens. That's why he said, take these burdens. One person said, I heard one preacher say, it's like a, it's like a fisherman that casts, his, uh, 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 that casts his fishing pole. No, it's nothing like that. Because if you cast your fishing pole, what's the first thing you're going to do? You're going to reel it back in. No, we're not supposed to take our burdens and cast it upon the Lord and say, all right, Lord, let's play catch. Right here. Right here. Throw it back. You know what we often do? We often go to the altar. We go to the altar or we sit in our own seats and, and we pour out our hearts to the Lord and say, Lord, take this problem. Take this burden. Here it is, Lord. This burden that I'm facing. I mean, it's weighing me down. And Lord, I'm giving this burden to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Whew. And go back and sit in our seats. Is that not what we do? We do it all the time. No, what does God want us to do? He wants us to leave our burden so that we don't have to carry it around, so we don't have to be weighed down, so we don't have to be uh, heavy laden. And often, you know, Matthew chapter 11, the Bible says, Come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. It's kind of hard to rest when you're in turmoil. It's kind of hard to rest when things are turning over in your mind all the time. You ever do that? You ever try to go to bed at night? And you're sitting in your recliner or you're laying down in your bed and you think to yourself, okay, I probably should have got this done and I didn't get this done and boy, my, my kids are doing this and my blah, 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 blah. Guess what? You don't fall asleep real good, do you? And listen, who, whoever said counting sheep works? Never had a sleeping problem because counting sheep don't work. And so you sit there and you lay and you know what you got to do? You got to take the burden that you have and give it to the Lord. I never sleep better than, than, than after I pray and give things over to the Lord. Do you know that God wants you to be able to lay your head down on your pillow and rest? And sleep, but you know what we do? We worry, worry, worry. And we worry ourselves into sickness. We worry ourselves into turmoil. And 80, get this now, listen, 85%. It's a pretty high statistic, isn't it? 85% of the things that we worry about, we can do nothing about. Well, what are you worrying about it for then? Guilty, by the way. Aren't we? I mean, we are absolutely We are guilty about worrying about things that we can't do nothing about. Give them over to the Lord. Because I promise you, 100% of the things you're worrying about, God can take care of. And God can 
uh, help with. So cast your burden upon the Lord. When we take our burdens, Mama, listen to me. When you take your burden, when you take that thing that you're worrying about and you cast it upon the Lord, the Lord will do wonderful things in your life. He will do. Now listen, listen to what the scripture says. He will do exceeding abundantly above all that we can ask or think. He really will. Now, there are things that we pray about that God takes care of immediately. Aren't you glad about those things? Listen, when I go through a drive-thru, it happens very little. I don't like drive through food. But Chick-fil-A, every once in a while, I'll eat. And uh, Zaxby's, if I, if I want to wait an hour and 55 minutes, I'll go through Zaxby's line. But if I go through and I, and, I, and I tell them what I want, I'm not looking for them to say, okay, um, I'll bring this to you in three days. No, 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 ma'am, you don't understand. I'm hungry now. I want the food now. So we're living in that kind of mentality. We're living in those kind of days of of instant gratification. I want it, and I want it now. I order the food, I want it now. I don't want to wait in lines. I I want to go to a theme park, and I want to be the only one there. I don't want to wait in lines. I don't want to listen. That's what we do is wait in lines. Whether we're in the car, or we're at a theme park, or we're at a food place. I mean, we're always waiting, right? But we don't like to wait. So sometimes God says yes, and we get it right now. Sometimes God says no, and we don't get it at all. But man, I don't know about you. I'd rather take the yes or the no than to take the wait. Because sometimes God says, okay, I'm going to take care of this, but I'm going to take care of it in my time, not your time. And you think to yourself, okay, wait a minute. Lord, I really need this taken care of. I need to take, and it's not like you can go to somebody else. I mean, you can't pray to Buddha, you can't pray to Confucius. I mean, they're, they're all dead. And so what do you do? You know what you do? You wait. If God says wait, then you wait. And you put it over into his hands and you say, okay, it may not be taken care of now, but the Lord said he'll take care of it, so I'm going to put it into his hands. When we take that care, when we take that burden, and we cast upon the Lord, let me tell you what we'll find. Cast your care uh, or burden upon the Lord and you can find several things. Number one, you can find redemption. Do you, now, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know everybody's testimony in here, but I know a lot of y'all's testimonies. You remember when you were lost? Remember, remember when you didn't know Christ as your Savior? Some of you were saved at a young age. Some of us were saved at, a, uh, uh, at an older age. Do you remember that burden you carried around, that sin burden that you carried around? And the Lord convicted you, and, and, and you realize that Jesus Christ died for our sins. He was buried and He rose again the third day so that we could have life and we could have it more abundantly. It was a great day in my life when I realized that. And so what I do, I, I, I took that burden I was carrying, that sin burden that I was carrying, and I cast it upon the Lord. Listen, if we confess our sins, He is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness, 1 John 1, nine. And I tell you, I remember that day I was on the USS Jack Williams. I was down in the bottom of the ship next to my rack. Man, I, I'm telling you, I unloaded my burden upon the Lord. I asked Him, 
to forgive me of my sins and to come into my heart and to save me. And I'm here to tell you, when you pray that prayer, there is no no or wait. There's only yes. Because Jesus Christ said, listen, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. If you'll call upon the Lord, He'll save you. He doesn't save you because you're a good person. Bad news, folks. If you're not saved, I hate to break it to you, you're not a good person. People get so offended by that. But I'm here to tell you, we are all sinners. We are all lost. We are all undone. And without Jesus Christ, we have no hope. He is our hope. Not trying the best you can or pulling yourself up by your own bootstraps or or being baptized or joining a church. No, none of those things get you to heaven. I'm not saying those things aren't important. I'm just telling you, they have nothing to do with your salvation. If you're saved this morning, it's not because you're a Baptist. If you're saved this morning, it's not because you're sitting in this church. If you're saved this morning, it's not because you've been confirmed or baptized or you're just trying the best you can. If you're saved this morning, it's because the Spirit of God convicted your heart of your sin and you came to know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior. That's why we're saved. If you take that burden, that that, that sin burden, and you cast it upon the Lord, the Lord will save you. He will redeem you. I love it. I'm just going to give you these verses real quick. When it comes to when it comes to casting your burden, there's Bible redemption, blood redemption, and believing redemption. Bible redemption is found in John chapter three and verses eighteen and thirty-six. Blood redemption is found in Hebrews chapter nine and verse twenty-two. Without the shedding of blood, there is no remission of sin. None. The shedding of blood is important. And then believing redemption, Acts chapter sixteen and verse thirty-one. If we will believe. If we will trust Christ as our Savior, you're making it too difficult. Do you hear me? The world is making it too difficult. Redemption is found in Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. Cast your care, you'll find redemption. Number two, cast your care, you'll find rest. I like to rest. The older I get, the more I like to rest. When I was a kid, it was before all the medicine and all that stuff. I was ADHD, ADD. I mean, every letter that you can think of, I was. I look back at it with my mom and I think to myself, oh my goodness, I, I mean, I ran around like an absolute crazy man. We watched wrestling. Man, I loved wrestling. When I was a kid, we'd go to Albany. And we go to the Civic Center and we watch wrestling. I remember Andre the Giant. I was sitting next to my cousin, Artie, and his dad, who's the one that took us all the time. And, and Andre the Giant came by and he, and he took his hand and he put it on my cousin's head. And his thumb went down past his ear. It's like, this is the greatest day of my life. I loved wrestling. And man, I'm telling you right now. I'd go home after watching wrestling. I had two sisters. I tried every move on my sisters. My mom says, you're going to hurt them. Stop. Listen, my sisters, don't mess with my sisters. They are tough. 
They can take a pile driver. I mean, they can take a, they, all these wrestling, they could take them. I'm, they knew what they were doing. I didn't. And my sisters paid for it. And my mom would, my mom would chase me around. She's a little small, small little thing. My mom is. And she'd, she'd chase me around. And I remember one day, we were, we were, I was running from her. And the house we lived in had a partition. And it was a hallway. And the living room was here. And I was running around the partition just laughing at my mom. She couldn't catch, she couldn't catch me if she wanted to. And I was running around. I had all this energy. Running, running, running. I come back around the corner. And I mean... She threw the shoe before I came around the corner. <laughs> now, now, listen, I'm going to call, I'm gonna call my mom. I'm t- I'm, she's good. If she's watching this, she knows it's true. I came around that car. Boom! Hit me. Right, I mean, right in the eye. Had to lie to everybody about the fight I got into because I had a black eye by my mom. And I'm telling you, I was a wild child. I mean, I ran and ran and went and went and went. I'm telling you, if we're not careful... I'm telling you this, if we're not careful, we'll run and run and run and run and we'll run ourselves ragged. We'll run ourselves out. <clears throat> you take a nap? Are you kidding me? I, there was, I, didn't, I didn't even know how to spell the word nap. I was not in. Now? You, somebody said nap? You, you got a chair? I mean, I'll sit. Sometimes I'll be, sometimes I'll be visiting in... in, in um, I don't know why this is, but shut-ins love to have it warm in their house. I don't care if it's 114 degrees outside. It's warm in the house. And man, you're just, you know, if I'm not careful, I'll be, if they fed me, I'd fall asleep right there in the chair. I'm okay for resting. But let me tell you something. We don't just need physical rest. We need spiritual rest in our life. Sometimes, do you get this? I hope you do. Sometimes you have to say no. That's hard for some of you. I know it is. Matter of fact, I know so much that it is, I've had to say no for you. Because if we get going this and going here and going, something's going to get neglected in your life if you can never say no. Find your rest in Jesus Christ. And if you take that care, if you take that burden, if you take that heaviness that you're facing and you cast it upon the Lord, He'll give you the rest that you need. Let me give you a couple verses. This morning we'll be done. Psalm 4. Psalm 4, the Bible says this in verse number 8. I will both lay me down in peace and sleep. For thou, Lord, only makest me dwell in safety. You know what the psalmist is saying? Listen to what he's saying. God, you got this. I don't need to worry about it. Because you can take care of it. And can I tell you, God can, God can do a lot better job of it than you could ever dream or think of. I mean, we, we are... Fi- by. By nature, men are fixers. I cannot stand to see a woman cry. I just can't stand it. When I see a woman cry, the very first, instinctively, the first thing I want to do is say, okay, what's the matter? Let me fix it. Just, just tell me. Let me tell you, when grandkids come, I'm, that's it. I'm done. I'll never have money. Whatever they want, they can have. 
I done told my children already, if you discipline my grandchildren, you had it. You're still my kid. I mean, of course, we joke about it, you know, but I'm, I'm, but I'd be wrapped. I can tell you, I'd be wrapped. And sometimes I think we get to this place uh, in our life where we get so overwhelmed with these burdens that we have that we forget. That we forget that we can find our rest in Jesus Christ. One more verse, Philippians chapter 4. Over in the New Testament, Philippians chapter number 4. And verse number 7. Look with me up in verse number 5. Let your moderation be known to all, O man, the Lord is at hand. Be careful for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passeth all understanding. Isn't that a great thing? When you have problems and they're overwhelming, when you have a heaviness and it's weighing you down, have you ever noticed, I, I don't know if you've ever noticed this or not, but I, I've noticed in, in, in my life, when I'm looking at other people, I think to myself, Man, there's some people that have, have it harder than other people. You ever, you ever notice that? Did my mic go off? Um, but sometimes some people just have this, this heaviness and this burden. You think to yourself, uh, I don't know if you've ever asked the Lord this. And by the way, if anybody ever tells you you should never question the Lord, they have no idea what they're talking about. The Lord invites us to question that. The Lord invites us now, not in a disrespectful way. I'm not talking about that. But if you have a question... Why don't you ask it? And sometimes I'll say, Lord, so-and-so is going through a lot. I mean, you promised in your word that you'd never put on us more than we could handle. And sometimes I think the Lord's in heaven going, mind your own business. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. But we have questions, don't we? And sometimes those questions are, Lord, how much can you put on one person? And as we put these, and God, you know, sometimes... You know, sometimes we blame things on God that are our own fault. You know, I know things happen in life, and I know there's sickness, and I know that there's burdens, and I know that there's problems and things that we go through. But, you know, some things that God, God gets, puts us in, in our life, and sometimes, sometimes we just put it in our own life. Sometimes we, we have things that made or if we didn't do the thing that we did or we didn't go the place that we went and sometimes those heaviness those things they, they get on our shoulders and and we say oh god you put on no 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 you put that on your own shoulder boggles my mind absolutely boggles my mind that people would go out and they would buy they would buy alcohol and they'd buy cigarettes and they would buy all these all these things and then gripe and complain that they don't have any money. Imagine that. I was, I was in, the, in the grocery store the other day and, and I walked by a, 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 thing, a, a, a case of cigarettes and I looked over and it was like $6 and something for a pack of cigarettes. My goodness. Things are expensive 
You spend things on what you want to spend them on. Don't go on vacation and spend $5,000 and come back home and say, well, I'm broke. I guess God doesn't love me. Do you see what I'm saying? Sometimes we bring some of these things upon ourselves. But what do we need to do? We need to take all these burdens and all these cares and cast them upon Him. Why? Because God wants us to be in rest, in peace. That peace that passeth all understanding. Aren't you glad for that peace? I'm glad. You know why we don't have any joy? Listen to me. You know why we don't have any joy? Because we don't have any peace. How in the world are you going to have joy if you're in constant turmoil in your life? God wants us to have joy, doesn't He? Put a smile on your face every once in a while. Think about what God's done for you. Find rest in Jesus Christ. I'm talking about spiritual rest. I'm talking about spiritually get yourself in a recliner and put your feet up. Get out the Bible. Pray. Get in church. So many people today are in constant turmoil. They never open their Bible. They never pray. They never show up to church. It's absolutely unbelievable to me. And then we say, well, you know, if God just did this for me or if God did that for me. It's the same concept of, well, if I won the lottery. Yeah, right. If you won the lottery, you know, you give to world hunger, we know. And you, you, you buy all these orphanages for people. Yeah. No, listen, everybody says that. Then they win the lottery and they become some of the most miserable people on the planet. Because money doesn't solve problems. God solves problems. Material things don't solve problems. There are people that have all the money and they have all the material things and they are miserable, miserable, miserable. More money is not going to solve your problems. More Jesus is what's going to solve your problems. Let's bow our heads for prayer. This morning our heads are bowed, eyes are closed. Maybe you're here this morning and you've never placed your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And tell you right now, if you are not saved, there is a burden that you're carrying that you can cast upon the Lord and He'll redeem you. He'll save you. It's simple. God has made it simple. Man has muddied the waters. God's made it simple. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou shalt be saved. That's it, folks.